0: This podcast is meant for general health information and is not meant to override any medical advice. All questions will be screened and not contain any personal information. If you want a private consultation, contact us via positivechoice.org or you can contact your provider directly. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Positive Choice Wellness Podcast. My name is Melanie. I'm an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And my name is Kimberly, and I'm a registered dietitian. Hooray! I'm always so happy Hi. to hear that. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, every time I hear a registered dietitian, I'm like, oh, what is that so oh. <laughs> I feel the same way about exercise physiologists, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> so we just have the other half of what we wish we would learn, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be completely forthcoming, I considered the dual program when I was in school. I was like, oh, I could do dietitian and I could do nice. exercise phys, you know? Right. And then I had to take biochem and thought, I'm just going to stick with exercise fizz. I don't think I want to do that.
1: Yeah, it was organic (laughs)
0: chemistry and biochem. And both of those, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. This is hard. I would have not. Because I already had to take biomechanics, that was hard enough as that was. Um, so like, we're good. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, super fair. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just like, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish I was one of those, one of you. I know, one of you. People. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was one of you, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. See, we get to share. Um, we do. Yeah, that's what makes us great. <laughs> so I'm really excited for a topic today because I like yes. to cook. And you did the lovely job of inquiring with some of your folks in your classes, like, what would you like to learn about? And we heard some feedback and we heard some of you would like to learn about how to modify recipes to make them healthier. Yes. Yes. Exciting stuff. Oh, and I love talking about food. So like, this is right up my alley. Uh (laughs) Yeah, straight up. And also, not only are you a like... You enjoy cooking, but you're also pretty stinking good at it. I've had a oh, lot you. of your food. So <laughs> I can't wait to like learn from your wisdom. It's I've I learned not too long ago because like I think the pandemic really started this where I was like, I think mm-hmm. cookies become a hobby. I think it's a hobby for me now. Like, it's not like, oh, I like cooking. I like to make dinner. I'm like, ooh, what can I make that's weird? And I kind of fit it into meals. But then at the same time, like, but I want to try something new. Which also means I don't really have a good list of like, what's a quick and easy thing I can make today? Because I make so many things. I don't know what I make anymore. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't remember what's quick and what wasn't. Right? I'm like, what have I not made in a while? And I have to think, I actually do have a list. I made a list for my husband. Um, But he's like, what do we have for dinner? In nice. and I'm like, look at the list. Uh, <laughs> pick from here. <laughs> so, I love talking about how to make recipes healthier because I think, uh, like a long time ago, when we were teaching Healthy Balance before uh it got revamped, uh, like you know, this is like twenty sixteen, maybe even twenty fifteen, a long, long time ago, we were talking about potentially revamping something. And one of our dietitians had said, like, well, we, can't, we don't want to handhold. Like, we don't want to handhold these people and tell them exactly what to eat and when to eat it. But then we had to take a step back and realize, like, not everyone is super intuitive when it comes to cooking. And not everyone knows how to cook or how to even yeah. make things healthier. And yeah, we take for granted the knowledge we have in the field that we work in. And probably there's a little bit of a disconnect sometimes because like, even for myself, sometimes I'm like, Oh wait, people don't think like that. This is not a normal way of thinking. (laughs) Like this is how I think, but this, that's me. I'm weird. That's fine. Um, I fully (laughs) embrace that. So that's why I think it'd be a good topic to start off with here today, because when it comes to like making healthier foods, it doesn't just have to be like a salad. I think a lot of us default to salads, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And as much as a salad can be extremely delicious and fine, uh, I think that can get kind of boring. And some people are like, well, how can I make something I actually like that isn't a salad, right? And right. my first recommendation, this is the basic one. This is like, if you're like, I don't, I don't know, go on to a search engine and type healthy. And then the thing you would like to make next to it and then just see what comes up. Not everything that pops up will be healthy. I want to be forthcoming on that. You know, people like to think they're being healthy, but it does help to get some inspiration and ideas sometimes, or maybe you find a recipe that you fall in love with. Um, yeah. But that's actually how I started doing this back in the day before I got really into cooking is that's exactly what I did. Like, how do I make something healthy All Right, healthy mac and cheese? I don't know. Just like something, right? Like, right, I like right. it. Like, How do I make it better for me? Right. Yeah, I love that. And I I say that in classes that like yes, you still have to look at the internet with a filter, but it this is where it can actually become a helpful resource for us, like expanding your knowledge in that realm, especially cuz like you said so many people it's cooking's not intuitive or they want something fast or maybe they just straight up don't enjoy it and they're like pure beginners, you know, anything like that, but but yeah, that's that's a good tip right there. Yeah. And so I always like to share what I started off doing because, you know, like I, yeah. I didn't just wake up and just go, I love cooking. Let me just do all things cooking forever now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, at one point, like I, I liked cooking, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I was kind of learning as I went. And it was a lot of just looking at videos online, looking at recipes, making decisions like, well, do I like that? Do I like that? And now we don't say, I'm not saying you have to like make a recipe or something Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. You can definitely just make foods you enjoy and just swap stuff out for healthier alternatives, right? Yeah, absolutely. Make simple swaps and then healthify the recipe pretty quickly. Exactly. Like, there's a recipe I really like to make for a shepherd's pie that's like, oh, ooh, solid. Um, and I was like, well, how do I make this plant based? You know, like that was my mm-hmm. thought. It's like I'm in this mode of like, how could I turn something vegan? <laughs> like, I just want to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, this calls for ground lamb. And I was like, first off, that's one, very hard to find. And then two, uh, I don't want to use ground lamb. I'd like to use like veggie crumbles or like fake ground Ooh. beef. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. Like the not, I'm not talking like the higher fat one. I'm talking like the really lean right. kind of soy crumbles. Yeah. And so what I figured out was, okay, well, if I follow this recipe and skip the meat step, because you don't cook this stuff, you warm it up essentially, uh, mm. so I skipped the meat step and I followed the recipe and I thought, well, this isn't going to taste like meat. How do I make it taste like meat? It's like, ah, red wine. So I added some red wine to it, changed the color, threw the fake meat in, cooked that up. You would have no clue that it was vegan. And nice. Like that's the stage I'm at now. But sometimes it's just, I mean, it's quite simple. Like I swapped the chicken broth for red wine and I swapped the lamb for ground crumbles. That's all I did to that. Well, I guess I did like fake butter and I didn't use an egg, but uh, like for the the topping, but I just (laughs) took something and made it something else. And of course, because I chose veggie crumbles over the lamb, that does reduce the calories significantly. So, Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, just like thinking like, how could I tweak this to make it a little bit healthier than it already is? And it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, but something, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think that's one thing that's cool about cooking at least from what I hear, I'm not nearly the chef that you are. I'm not a chef, um... I'm a cook.
1: I didn't go to school (laughs) for this.
0: Still. I don't know. I feel like you should be a chef. Um is it's forgiving right like you can mm-hmm. like mess with it a little like as compared to like baking you can't mess with quite oh yeah. that's as why much. I, that's why i don't ever it. say i'm a baker i'm not a baker at all like i can make bread and that's a right. whole other beast that's like it right <laughs> right oh gosh but your bread is delightful but um <laughs> yes yes but but yeah it's that's what's nice with cooking is it is forgiving and you can like you know make tweaks and and whatnot and Continue to modify if you need to, if you messed up type of thing. Yeah, exactly. So like what I think would be a good starting point would probably to start with the cooking. And mm-hmm. what are just some examples of the basic swaps we can do that don't require a recipe, you know? Because I don't expect anyone yeah. in here to just like whip out some crazy recipes and make some, like, like for me, like the shepherd's pie. Like, oh, let me just make this crazy right. recipe and do all these swaps. You don't yeah. need to do that. I'm using a very extreme example here. I think there's some basic, easy stuff we can do that makes our life a lot healthier without a lot of labor. I love that. I'm all about easier, less labor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my healthier. first recommendation is if you like that chicken thighs, swap it for chicken breast. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know the sad like music plays yeah the easiest slop. I know and like chicken breast isn't bad honestly it's just as a tendency no. to overcook really easily which is right. why I think a lot of people don't like it cuz it gets overcooked and, yeah. and then dries out. Right. And like, exactly. Toughens, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I usually encourage people, you know, if you can like get a, mm-hmm. like get a marinade you like of some sort and marinade your chicken breast in a flavor that you enjoy because it tenderizes yeah. it and it takes the heat a lot better when you cook it. So it gets less overcooked. Oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I swear the flavoring is always better when you marinate than when you, yeah. Do like a dry rub or something like that. So exactly, chicken breast does really tip. well when you marinate it because it's very, very lean. So you kind of have to add flavor; it's lacking that from the fat. That's why people like the chicken thighs so much because that's such a high fat content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. it also it's really it's really hard to screw up a chicken thigh, quite honestly. So chicken breast is very easy that's to true. overcook. Yeah. And you know, doing something like that, I think, is a really great way just to start, like, take a fattier option and swap for a leaner option. So instead of chicken thighs, love chicken that. breast. Um, but, what would you do as a swap for beef? And I know if people are like, "What, hold on, hold on, pump the brakes. Beef, Yeah. <laughs> what if it's lean beef? Oh, uh, what a good question, right? I know people are <laughs> um uh territorial, I feel like, about their beef intake, mm-hmm. but and just just um, cut ahead. I'm just gonna add two other things, and bison and elk fall into this category of lean beef. We're just going to add that all together. Okay, same yeah. same. Yeah. Continue. 100%, 100%. <laughs> pork too, right? I would throw pork oh, into yeah. the Oh yeah. Even the if it's lean. Yep. Red added meat there too. Yeah, added in their category. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I don't know. Utah. I don't I don't <laughs> honestly cook with red meats that often. What's a good What's a good swap for that? Gigant well, rest? I guess <laughs> Well, there are swaps, and like unfortunately, not all of them are going to be equivalent in terms of like they're not necessarily going to be animal-based. They might be plant-based, but they do create a lot of like plant-based alternatives that are pretty yes. similar to beef that are not high yeah. calorie yeah like the um, you am talking about yeah gosh i was at the store and i found some vegan pork so it's not pork it's plants but yeah it was like one gram of fat per serving and i was like heck yeah this is awesome and i made this thai dish out of it because i want it just replaced the pork for the plant-based version oh, and follow the recipe yum. as it was written full of thai yeah. basil garlic shallots um, and then, yeah, you wouldn't have known that I used low calorie fake pork. That's epic. That's yeah. really epic. I love that. And, and there's a lot of different brands. Like I said, this is so funny. I talked to my husband about this all the time. He's like, gosh, you know, if plant-based eating was like this 10 years ago. I would have been eating plant-based so long ago. I'm like, I know. Um, <laughs> Truly. <laughs> and like, I'm not a hundred percent plant-based. Just so people were curious. I just talk about right, it. I, I like right. to cook plant-based. I think it's fun mm-hmm. and yeah. you get to be creative, but There are good low calorie plant-based comparable options out there to what you're looking for. Like you like ground pork or ground beef. They always have some sort of comparable plant-based option out there. You can get that tastes very similar. I love that. I love that. Especially when you're getting like, um, you know, more of the high quality stuff that you should in theory, like a grass fed, organic, whatever, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff is not, um, inexpensive. So yeah, I like that there's a, a comparable yeah. comparison. And it's a good idea, even if you aren't, like, if you're listening to this and you're not 100% plant-based or, you know, whatever at all. it's It's a good idea to think about having, like, a night or two a week where you don't have meat with your dinner and you have, you know, something like that. Yeah, and this is like a little segue. Yeah, like we've talked about plant-based eating in previous episodes, but this is a little segue just for people to understand too, because my mom had a mm. hard time wrapping her brain around like I'm not vegan. No, more. she's a meat eater, meat and potatoes. That's what she does. Yeah, um, yeah. So I told her like, well, do you like lentil dal, which is an Indian dish? Like she made it for me when I was a kid. She loves dal. She's like, yeah, I love dal. I'm like, that's vegan. That's plant-based. There's no meat in that. And then she's like, oh, I'm like, not, it doesn't have to be vegan. It could just be Indian food. Like, right. <laughs> so yes. don't get too like off put by me saying vegan proteins. Uh, if you're listening out here going, oh, I don't know about that. Because yeah, you probably love a lot of things that are plant-based and don't even realize it. So yeah, a hundred percent. It's just accepting that sometimes a healthier alternative might be plant-based. It might, not always, but sometimes. Right. And so with mm-hmm. pork and beef, unfortunately, that tends to be where we gravitate towards because I can't say ground chicken is going to be comparable, but in the least in lieu, if you're like, well, I really just don't want to do plant-based yet, which is fine. In lieu of beef or pork that, you know, ground, especially I use ground turkey. That's like a standard swap that's been around for years and years and years. Ground turkey breast. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people like to do, you know, breakfast sausage or stuff like that. And it's like, if you get ground turkey and season it like a breakfast sausage and the key is sage and fennel, Mm -hmm. by the way. Uh Ooh. if you add those two things along with many other seasonings, it will taste like sausage. Nice. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Sage and fennel. Okay. Yeah. Sage and fennel are the two main ingredients in breakfast sausage. So that's why people, when they make ground turkey and they cook it up, they're like, this doesn't taste like sausage. You're like, you're missing the two things that make sausage, sausage. <laughs> sausage outside yeah. of like the fat. But uh <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, like that's something. Ground turkey's a great option instead of ground beef. So you can make turkey burgers instead of beef burgers uh yeah. turkey crumbles turkey spaghetti like turkey meatballs mm-hmm. i also can have found ground chicken breast because to be completely forthcoming i prefer chicken breast or turkey breast i think the flavor is mm-hmm. a little bit better that's my preference and you can mm-hmm. find lean ground chicken breast everywhere <laughs> it's all over the true. place true and that's another good alternative you know choosing chicken instead of turkey if you don't like turkey too much that's another way to do it too yeah absolutely mm. And then another thing too, like I like to make uh, myself, I meal prep a lot. So I meal prep myself these like breakfast burritos, if you will. So like a whole mm. wheat tortilla. I make I make fake refried beans. They're just done in my Instant Pot, but um, pressure cooked beans I blend essentially nice. that are not refried at all. Um, yeah. And then I add in soy riso. Oh, ooh. Yeah. And so if you like chorizo, which is made from pork or sometimes beef, sometimes chicken, depends. Soy rizo, which you have to be careful because some are higher fat than others. You have to kind t- of pay attention to this. But I find this at like certain grocery stores that are a little more health forward. To me, the spices of chorizo, they they completely mask the flavor of the meat that you're eating. So in my opinion, I don't have I aside from a slight texture difference, I don't notice the difference between soy rizo or chorizo that's made from pork. I cannot tell the difference. Epic. That's great. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you just that's have to look for the salt. lower calorie ones, but they do exist. Uh, And so, you know, that's another good one you can do, which it's just made from tofu. And tofu yeah. takes on the flavor of whatever you mix it with. But those are some yes. of, like, I guess my good meat swaps that you could do, like meat-wise. Yeah. I, I can't really say seafood or fish is, like, needs to be swapped because those are great on their own. So that's like chicken breast. Just go for those. I wouldn't complain about those at all. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Good, lean, healthy options for us. Mm-hmm. So... If you're trying to figure out, like, a healthy meat alternative, generally speaking, chicken breast, turkey breast, uh, seafood, or plant... Most, not all, but most plant-based options are, like, pretty good uh, mm-hmm. just to have as an alternative to those things. It it sucks to have to say it. And, like, I'm not saying you can't have, like, beef or pork or those types of things you like, but if you want to have them, they shouldn't be every day. Like, the American Heart Association says, what, like, once a week? Is that the recommendation? Yeah. I yeah. think so. I was going to say once a week, even less if you want. Make it more of like a like a fun splurgy item as opposed to like a regular part of your routine. Treat it like a cocktail. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Every now and again is okay, right?
1: Exactly. Um,
0: yeah. And so that would be one thing that I like to do. Additionally, as far as like other swaps... A lot of people think potatoes are bad just because they do get a bad rap, but like potatoes they are fine. Do. You don't need to swap potatoes. You don't you yeah. need to eat your potatoes. Just don't fry them. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Don't deep fry them and cover them in butter uh, or gravy um, <laughs> yeah. or salt or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I love, cause I love a good crunchy French fry, but I don't want to mm-hmm. eat French fries every day. So I take a bunch mm-hmm. of baby red potatoes or gold potatoes. I chop them up and roast them in the oven and or your air fryer and you can make Mm -hmm. yourself some very healthy alternatives to french fries yes absolutely and it still um kind of kicks that same feeling for you like you still feel like you're getting Mm -hmm. the french fries still delightful yeah exactly so sometimes these swaps aren't even the food item it's just how you're making the food item that's the swap you know yeah, um, the cooking technique. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No more exactly. deep frying. <laughs> I know. Anything that's deep fried, use an air fryer. Uh, that's actually yeah, good too. Exactly. To. But if you get those frozen French fries and think, well, sweet, Melanie said if I air fry these, those are par fried. They fry them partially before you get them. That's That's deceiving. You chop yep. a potato, you do it yourself uh yep (laughs) i think you save a little bit more too when you do that it's more labor but you you do it's a little bit well of course to do things yourself there's always more labor involved but you control every aspect true and i saw a hack online and i tried it once and it actually worked where you cut a potato using like the apple cutters you know where it gets like the core and does the wedges Mm -hmm. and you just do the potato on there and then you get little little wedge potato oh that's smart (laughs) (laughs) anyway it's really dang hard to push that cutter down on it but anyway it worked for us if you want to save you know chopping too much yeah a good technique also is chop off like a butt of that potato so it lays tall and then you don't have to hold it you can just oh truly that's smarter yes Love that. I'm I'm just thinking <laughs> someone's gonna chop their fingers off. So I gotta yeah. I gotta put it in a okay. cl- disclaimer. Do what <laughs> Melanie said. Cut it in half first. <laughs> it's like, well, not even cut it in half, just like make it flat somewhere so it sits there you go. without rolling around. That's yes. just don't have roly food. That's very yeah. dangerous. Um <laughs> <laughs> Rolly food. Yeah, you know, things that roll around. Um, I'm trying to think of other swaps that I've done in the past. Uh like something, you know, if people are trying to avoid doing white rice, obviously brown rice is a pretty healthy swap. Wild mm-hmm. rice is another good one. They usually have mm-hmm. other grains in there that are delicious. Quinoa is a good one too. Um, yep. Like if you're trying to add more flavor to these things, it's the water you're cooking it in. That's, that's what it is. Add chicken stock, add veggie stock. Gosh, when I make quinoa, I throw in dried mushrooms in there while I'm cooking it. So it's mushroom waters, mushroom flavored quinoa. Ooh, yum! Mm -hmm. That sounds delightful. It's easy. Just throw. I don't measure. I just kind of grab a handful. "Ah, That's good enough mushrooms, and I throw them in there. Right, (laughs) right, yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, and then like healthy fats. This is a bigger swap. I think if you're trying to make healthier meals, uh, Mm -hmm. not that butter is bad, but butter is not a health food. I know there's Mm -hmm. a big movement towards butter over using margarine, which I recognize and I understand. However. Mm butter also will raise your cholesterol. That is just what it does. Maybe not to the point where you get high cholesterol, but it will raise it to a point where it's not necessarily a good thing. And I think we're a little butter crazy here in the U S we're like, ah, let's use all the butter. Look, Mm -hmm. it's grass fed from happy cows. And we're like, yeah, that's great. But if you're going to make a dish, how you're seasoning, it's really the bigger thing. And you don't need to add butter to make something taste better. And right. I personally, like, for example, if I'm making chickpea pasta or something, I I don't add, I don't buy butter. I don't add butter. I do like extra virgin olive oil or something. I add a liquid oil rather than butter because it's a healthier alternative. Yes. That's what yep. I would encourage too, is doing something like that. And I know it sucks if you're looking for that butter flavor. And there's instances where I'd say, you know, maybe if you can find a low ingredient type of margarine, that would be okay. Um, right. But yeah. I know that's tough. Like the butter dilemma is a tough one because I know it's like it's hard to replace that. Like, well, olive oils and butter. It's like, no, I know. I know. I think it's more of like a heart issue probably than anything else. Like in terms of like we love it and it's hard to give it up. Mm-hmm. Um but I do know someone too had a similar issue with Coconut oil. They co- used coconut oil to cook like absolutely everything, and coconut mm-hmm. oil has a good, like, unique flavor too. Um, depending on what you're cooking, and same same concept, it's solid at room temperature, not liquid like what you're saying. So it's not not the best for our cholesterol levels, that's for sure. We can use it, like you said, moderation, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But this person I'm thinking of used it in everything, and the next it's thing you know, they right, 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 yeah. and next thing you know, their cholesterol levels were much, much higher than anticipated. Um, and they had to cut it out. So, yeah. So, you know, aiming for liquid oils over solid oils more often than not. And if you're relying on butter to be the flavoring agent, you probably need to take a step back. And it's like a more of a cooking lesson here, but take a step back and look at how your food is seasoned prior to the addition of butter. And can you alter something earlier on that gives it more flavor Mm -hmm. that butter is not necessary? You know, there's like a, like a spice blend that I buy at a store, (laughs) clearly, and I mix it into the water because it's like sun-dried tomatoes, lemons, zest, thyme, rosemary, onions, garlic, and it's like all these pureed, dried things, and you throw it into the water and it flavors the water with that. So then at the end, all you have to do is add salt. You don't need to add oil. It's just flavored already. That's great. Yeah. You know? And sometimes that could be the the best way to swap is just get it good flavor before the butter is even coming into the mix. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Focus on the variety of flavors, too, Mm because it's fun to have a mixture of flavors in there instead of the same thing that we taste in every dish all the time. So it might even pique your interest more. Yeah. Um, Same with baking, though. You can definitely cut butter out of baking. And some good swaps for that are... Like, um, like, you know, healthy oils, I guess, but, um, a better one is usually like applesauce, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I know that baking is kind of more a little, well, baking is but... more of a chemistry than it is like an it art, is. like, like it cooking is. is an art. You can do whatever you want. And most of the time it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Baking is a little bit more of a, an exact science. Like you kind of mm-hmm. have to follow the rules or else things may not turn out well. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and by not turn out well, it's like, it's tends to be drier usually is what the end result is mm-hmm. um but if you experiment a little bit like you can do 50 percent butter 50 um applesauce something like mm-hmm. that it involves some experimentation but if you're into baking and making your own desserts and things like that um there are swaps for it that exist yeah yeah absolutely i mean like applesauce is the go-to or pureed fruit in general or like pureed yeah. sweet potato Yeah, Those are really, really good swaps you can put in stuff. And sweet potato still makes like crusts and stuff really flaky. If you want to add that to like crusts of pies. Yes. Um, We love a good sweet potato. Yeah. Sweet potatoes are great. Bananas are good too. Um, Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one to be adding to stuff. And then, you know, not everything translates. So, you know, you can't be like, well, I'm just going to omit everything and just add a banana. Like that might not work. And I can tell you from firsthand experience of trying to make a banana into a crust with flour. It doesn't work. It was, it was the hardest, crunchiest, most awful crust I think I've ever had in my life. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, that don't work. That's bad. That's why I say use sweet potato, not banana, but, um, yep. Yep. Cause that'll be flakier. Uh, but you know, some things may not work and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it just is a fun little experiment that you're trying and it's okay if we aren't the most successful the first time out the gate. Yeah, exactly. And being kind to yourself when you were like, well, okay, let's try something else. That didn't work. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like what other things do you do for baking that are like easy swaps? Um cutting back on sugar, I think, is a big one. So you can cut up cut up. Cut out. <laughs> cut <laughs> up your sugar. <laughs> Don't cut it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can cut out um up to a third of the sugar that a recipe calls for before it really starts to mess with the texture. I have cut the sugar out of some of my recipes by half and you just, you know, ultimately have to be okay with a drier product if that's the case. But, um, but a third cutting out a third tends to not make a huge difference. Um, now I'm blinking. but like I know you Greek yogurt, but I was, was just going to say, yeah. yes, Greek yogurt. You can absolutely use, I think you can actually use it as a swap for eggs, just like banana. You can do that too. um, but it's a fun way to like amp up the protein just a little bit. You won't have the probiotics in there anymore, of course, if you bake it but yeah, um, but that's actually a cooking one too though, right? I have a lot of patients who like to use Greek yogurt, obviously more of like a topping or whatever, or like in a dip, I guess, as opposed yeah. to sour cream yeah
1: um, they're pretty'cause they're, they're pretty
0: interchangeable, right, exactly. The flavors are eerily similar so like I I love sauces I love sauces and so one of the things I like to do is I'll get Greek yogurt and blend it with chipotle peppers garlic lime and salt and I turn it into a crema Ah, that sounds great and you can also add avocado and cilantro and lime and jalapeno and make a cilantro version of that and it's still good so yeah you know if you see a recipe that calls for sour cream you likely can swap it for Greek yogurt and get away with that yeah yeah. And be sneaky about it. I had a patient one time ask me just before Thanksgiving, her role to make was double, double. No, it's like twice baked potatoes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to like, you know, add a little something healthy to it to, but like not have her family know. Anyway, uh, we chose to swap the sour cream for Greek yogurt and everyone loved them. She never told them anything. <laughs> it went over very well. There you go. See? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the way to do it. You just don't tell people to do it. Uh, exactly <laughs> they won't yeah. know if you don't lead them on yeah greek yogurt's a good one it goes sweet it goes savory mm-hmm. oh, gosh a long time ago i haven't done this in a minute now i just i literally just thought of this i was say like, i haven't done this since before the pandemic i used to get greek mm. yogurt and put it in a cheesecloth and let it like oh. hang over a bowl in my fridge so it'd strain a lot of the liquid off and get really 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 thick and right. it was cream cheese essentially and then no I was way. spreading this ultra thick Greek yogurt on my bagels and putting the everything but the bagel seasoning on top. And it, it was delicious. You wouldn't have even known it wasn't cream cheese. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's a good hack yeah. right there. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I thought of doing that. I was like, oh, I'll try this thing. And it was really good. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's epic. So that's something you could definitely do. Uh, but yeah, Greek yogurt works in baking It works in cooking. I can think, yeah, unfortunately, like, yeah, the sh- the baking, I think, is a little bit more limited. Um, Correct. You know, yeah. as far as, like, some people like, what about healthy swaps and, like, sugar? Can I use, like, artificial sweeteners, maybe, or monk fruit or stevia or something instead of sugar? Is that something you could do in baking? Gosh, that's a good question. I Yes, it, in theory, it is. You'd have to be mindful of, like, it wouldn't be a one-to-one ratio switch because a lot of those um, alternative sweeteners are a lot... Sweeter, you know, Mm -hmm. per like whatever than sugar is, um. So I do think you'd have to be a little bit like cognizant as far as like how much the swap is for. I can't, I can't say I've experimented with that, but I I haven't um, taken a look in a minute. Um, but I know that at least for some other alternative sweeteners, they had baking iterations of them. So I assume there might be some more coming out because they're more popular to cook with. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my guess. I haven't actually checked, so I would hope so, but. Right. Well, I'm sure because they're, they're more on the rise anyway, and people are mm-hmm. becoming more aware of how much sugar they consume. So that would be good. And another one that comes to mind when you say that is you cannot just directly swap whole wheat flour in place of your white flour when baking. <laughs> that was <because> 100% <laughs> my thought before I came into yeah. the conversation and let off with sugar. I was thinking I should talk about whole wheat flour. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You'll end up with like the Sahara Desert in a bowl. I don't know. Yeah. You can't do a one-for-one swap. So you have to... You know, sometimes 50-50 ratio works. I think it depends on what you're making, but... um, whole wheat flour is a water sponge. But unfortunately, that's not the same. Yeah. 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 Whole wheat flour is a water sponge, and it doesn't have a lot of gluten. So if you're trying to make a bread or something, you're going to have a little bit of a difficult time getting the texture you're looking for if the recipe doesn't call for whole wheat flour. Yep. And don't also... Flours are not 100% interchangeable in general. Just because it says flour doesn't mean it'll do the thing you want it to do. So right. for example, if you're like, Ooh, I ran out of whole wheat flour and white flour. Let me use coconut flour. Don't do that. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> if you, if you want the saddest thing you've ever eaten in your life, that'll be the driest <laughs> food in the world. Um, Cause coconut <laughs> flour sucks up all the moisture. It yeah. is not interchangeable in the same way. You have to look up how to swap that in if you want it to work. And also exactly. it's a fat source. So you're also yes. removing a carb and adding more fat, which can add a lot of calories too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, So especially with like almond flour and that kind of stuff. Like there's some flours that just don't work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Definitely. the other thing I was thinking too, also, cause like, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, like sauces and like a lot of people think like, my mm. no, dishes are boring. Like they're not exciting. And of course, yeah. If you're not putting sauces on stuff, sauces are what we love. What go, go to a yeah. restaurant. You're going to get a sauce. And, yeah. You know, an easy swap is salsa. Salsa, like, Mm -hmm. hands down, one of the best swaps you can do for almost any sauce if you're going for more of a Mexican feel because it's just pureed vegetables and lime juice. Love that. Yeah. That's a good tip. And there's so many different salsas. You can look up recipes to make salsas. They're very, very healthy. I'm all for salsa. Um, Me too. But another one that's really good, too, is utilize your food. Like utilize what you're already cooking and take the flavors from that and make a sauce from that. So like example could be, and you may have heard the term deglaze before. Um, mm-hmm. It's a cooking term, but essentially when you're cooking, you know how sometimes like charred bits or like brown bits stick to the bottom of the pan sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, this totally. sucks. You're like scraping it off. <laughs> so you have two options here. You can use broth or juice or uh wine or water, and you can pour that into the pan and it lifts the brown off and creates a sauce. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So, you okay. know, like for for example, like I make a healthier iteration of chicken piccata because I don't want to do the traditional, which is like full of butter and flour. Um, So I actually right, would yeah. add a little cornstarch to thicken it. But I pound out the chicken breast instead of breading it. I just cook that up, pull it off to the side. Then I'll mix in mm. a sauce of like lemon juice, chicken broth, Uh, A little bit of cornstarch mixed in. Don't do it after the fact. Mix it with liquids. And then it's like Mm -hmm. a splash of white wine. So after I've cooked the chicken breast, I throw that in the pan and it lifts all the delicious bits of that chicken off and it mixes it into the sauce and thickens up. Ooh, nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a good pro tip right there. Absolutely. And you're just using the pan you already used. So take advantage of the flavors you've already created and just... enhance them like add stuff you like you know i mentioned adding wine and lemon juice because chicken piccata that's the rule you're cooking off the alcohol so it's just the flavor of the wine and i'm not adding enough to be like getting drunk or anything don't worry (laughs) but (laughs) but that's like like i love cooking with wine because it really does enhance flavors from time to time even if you don't drink i always encourage people have a bottle of cooking wine like one you're definitely probably not going to drink and just pour it in the dishes periodically that you want to add flavor like another example if you're making i love to saute zucchini and onions together and the onions may start to stick to the bottom of the pan splash a white wine now i got zucchinis onion and wine flavor it's so good so good It's great i love that um and then like you know thickening stuff you've already made like i like to make a lot of stir fries mm-hmm. and thickening agents typically traditionally are like flour right? If you're going to thicken a gravy, you're usually making a roux with butter and flour, which we can all agree is not like, Ooh, that's healthy. Like that's definitely not. Mm -hmm. And corn starch, tapioca starch, rice starch, potato starch, arrowroot powder. Like there's all sorts of starches you can use. You mix them with a liquid and pour them in and stir and it'll thicken the dish. And so when I'm making stir fries, I don't know why I just love when like thick sauces coat the food I'm making with stir fries. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like a runny sauce. I want a thick sauce. So I'll mix, like, a mixture of, like, chicken broth, some soy sauce, maybe some sriracha, garlic, ginger, and pour in some cornstarch, and I'll stir that up, and I'll thicken that sauce up, and we're good to go. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good tip. Definitely. I just, I like sauce. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it adds so much to our food, so heck yeah. Yeah. And, again, we don't have to make these unhealthy, high-fat, high-calorie sauces. We can definitely lighten them up and utilize what you've already done. It's already going to be in the dish. You know, yeah. that's a great way to go about it. Um, If you made a sort of pasta, even if it's whole wheat pasta, save the, the pasta water because that will thicken up sauces too. Mm-hmm. You know, reserve some of that cooked pasta water because that's a great cooking additive because uh, you're already eating the pasta. So it's not like it's going to be any worse. Right. Uh, and then, you know, another thing too is like if there's a vegetable you really enjoy that you can cook and like chop up and make into a sauce. Mm-hmm. I made chimichurri the other day. It's not hard to make. It's actually very easy to make. Uh, and it's delicious and it's flavorful. And, you know, you can control how much you're adding to it. So, like, it called for it was like two thirds of a cup of oil. And I was like, ha, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I did way less oil. Because I was like, I'm not having yes. oil soup over here. But you, can, <laughs> but you can make all sorts of stuff with just vegetables, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be... Creamy or anything like that. And if you want to do creamy sauces, another thing too. We have a plant-based cookbook and this recipe is in it. It's called Power by Produce. I'm plugging it. I just did it. Uh, but, (laughs) But there's a tofu cream sauce in there made with tofu. There's no cream. It's just tofu. Now... I will be honest with you. When I started making it, I just, it's like use soy milk or water or something to water it down because it's plant-based. And like, I had chicken stock. I just have that on hand. It's not vegan, but it's low calorie. And that's what really ultimately matters. If you're trying to make healthy swaps, you know, thinking outside the box, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just expanding your horizons a little bit. And like not to keep tooting tofu's horn, but also you can make a lot of desserts with tofu too. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that because like silky kind of Mm -hmm. when you like you want to use the silken one for sure you don't (laughs) want to use the the firm or extra firm you're going to get a really weird texture silken is ideal (laughs) silken use the silken yeah definitely i've heard that same thing mooses and all kinds of stuff yeah so you know all those little tips that i do just to lighten things up and you know when in doubt just type healthy in front of something you're trying to make on like a search engine and see what pops Mm -hmm. up like oh cool that's great i'll do that and accepting that sometimes it doesn't come out great and that's okay yeah yeah as much as I love to say that I'm an amazing cook and cook everything perfectly I've never screwed up a day in my life I have very much screwed up recipes pretty (laughs) hardcore so (laughs) even to this day I still do because sometimes it just (laughs) happens and it's going well okay let's try that again but a different way next time then it'll be fine and I think that's um like almost part of the fun, you know, is that's like when you learn the most a little bit, like, okay, this didn't work next mm-hmm. time. I'm going to need to do something a little different. So I think the more you do it, probably the, the better you get, or maybe the braver perhaps with yeah. experimenting, but that's it's all about trial and error. error. It yeah. That's a hundred percent what it is. Cause if you stop the first time you fail, you'll never progress. Right. <laughs> right. Get back like on the Like was horse, it Michael know? Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Such a good quote. <laughs> but like, that's the thing with cooking. Like, you will always fail if you don't try. Like, you got to keep trying and eventually you'll have a success and sometimes sooner than you expect, sometimes later than you expect, but... Absolutely. The f- first time I ever cooked, I cried because it came out so bad. And it was just oh, like, no. I was 12. I shouldn't have expected such high things of myself at 12. but <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but, you know, like, and I kept trying. I didn't let it get me down. So yeah. it's just a matter of accepting, okay, next time I'll try something different. Um, exactly. But getting creative and also... What I've done before is I like, if I go to a restaurant and I eat something I really enjoy, I try to see if I can recreate it at home, but in a healthier way, I'll just type in healthy version of that meal I had and see what they write. Sometimes there's ingredients that aren't that healthy and just go, well, what can I add that's healthier than that? Right. Just getting creative. I love that. That's a good idea. Especially recreating things that you've tried and you know you like, instead of just like going off the cuff and being like, will I even like this? That's yeah. a good idea. It doesn't even have to be the whole dish. It can be an element of the dish. Like, I really like yeah. that, that style of like rice that they made with my dish. I want to see if I can make that. Like that, that's right. all I'm saying. You don't have to say, I'm going to recreate this entire gourmet meal from a chef. Like, don't, <laughs> don't stress about that. Just what yeah. did you like? What did you like about it? And could you do that in a healthy way at home? Like, what was your yeah. favorite part of that thing? Was it, was it the flavor? Was it the spice? Was it the texture? Like, what did you like? And then there's a lot of healthy things that translate the same way. Like eating healthy doesn't have to be boring or hard. It can be very easy. Yeah, absolutely. Like it can be here's easy like, and jazzed up. <laughs> yeah, like here's like the silliest swap. Like I, and I did this for the potluck we had the last time we had a potluck at work. I made that Thai noodle salad and I found brown rice noodles. Brown rice. Ooh. Heck yes. Brown rice. <laughs> yes, brown rice. That's very, very hard to find. <laughs> but and I've made for sure. and I've made brown rice spring rolls. Like just just look around, see what you can find, right? Like, if you want pasta, yeah. can you get whole wheat pasta, chickpea pasta, you know, mm-hmm. lentil pasta? Like, there's so many things out there. There's so many. That's what's kind of nice nowadays is there's so many more, like, nutrient-dense options, I guess, mm-hmm. that we could incorporate. Nutrient-dense, but not calorie-dense. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, gosh. I could keep talking about this for the rest of the day, but I can't because it's about that time. Uh, I know. It's so fun learning about, learning about cooking things. Anyway, I will, I could talk about cooking all day, every day. I love cooking. It's like my favorite thing. Yes. And I was like, oh, healthy swaps. Let's do it. I know, I know healthy swaps. <laughs> uh, I love Perfect. it. Um, But unfortunately it's about that time. Right. All right. So what would be the takeaway today? Uh, the takeaway is get out there and try. I would say get out there and try as far as the cooking goes uh use the internet as a resource type that word healthy in before you look and um i don't know be kind to yourself when you're experimenting have some fun with it yeah not the end of the world if you fail it might taste a little weird that's okay i've had some weird food in my day (laughs) we all have you know (laughs) i don't think that works but you know it's fine i'll eat it it's all good Um... yeah (laughs) Uh, but with that being said, for those of you who are listening, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to comment below the video. We'll go ahead and answer that. Uh, we want you to share this with anybody and everyone. We're here for you. We do. We do. Uh, yeah, we just we love our we love our fans, we love our people. And uh, until next time, everybody.